thank you again for carrying on in this particular podcast. This was a special podcast today because it is about understanding intimate partner violence. And we went through what society has, um, the societal norms that can affect why women stay. We also talked about perceptions and the labels that are placed on women, whether they are blameworthy or just an unwilling participant in the abuse. And we talked about two really popular reasons of why women stay. And one of them is the hope for the future and the positive thinking. Um, And the other is that learned helplessness. And we talked about ways to um, support a friend or even if you yourself are in this type of relationship by doing some research and, and finding out not only recognizing that this is an abusive relationship, but what are the different layers of effects that happen as a result? Because that is what you are fighting as you are trying to help someone. And then we talked about teenage dating violence and also college dating violence and how research says that children that witness this in their home are likely or more likely to have relationships that are violent, whether it be in high school or whether it be in college. So I encourage you to just provide an environment that is loving and free from abuse to talk to your children and your daughters and to make sure that they understand how valuable they are and what a true loving relationship looks like. And with respect to teenage daughters and even your college daughters, learn how to protect them. Seek out help from your law enforcement. Do some research. What do the numbers say? What does research say? How can you help your daughter? How can you support her and help her to know how important she is, how valuable she is? Help her to understand what her participation in this type of relationship looks like to the abuser. One of the things that I read in the research is that the teenage girls feel that they have to remain in this relationship because it's important to them. And they don't really realize the harm that they are in. So again, this was a special podcast today. Um, I wanted to make sure that I addressed this issue from a research perspective, because a lot of times when we are looking ourselves to find some support in any personal situation that we're having, we immediately go to blogs and we go to Internet search engines and we are just we type in our topic and we just start reading. And we don't always read, realize that we're reading someone's perception, someone's opinion, somebody's own belief of what this is about. Because most of the time we're looking for someone to identify or we're looking to identify with someone that has our same situation. Then we don't feel alone, do we? But we have to realize that after we read, a lot of times we're reading the problem. And we may read of how some people have changed or done some things differently or trying to help themselves or trying to help someone else. But do we really, really know what is happening and and how we can help ourselves? 
do we really know what research says about whatever our issue is? Research is tested and, and, and it's tested with validity and it's tested in, in very controlled environments. And it can serve you well as you are continuing to grow in your personal growth and development. My research today for this podcast was based on a journal. And the name of the journal is. Let me get the name of the journal. The name of the journal is Journal of Interpersonal Violence. And the topic, the title of the journal article was Perceptions of Why Women Stay in Physically Abusive Relationships, a Comparative Study of Chinese and U.S. College Students. This is the information that helps us to know that it's not just our culture, it's many cultures, it's many countries, and many countries and many cultures have different perspectives on how they see things, how we raise our children, and, and how we grow into our relationships. This societal norm, these norms, our culture, is what hangs in the back of our minds as we make decisions every day. And it is difficult to come from up under what we've been operating within for so long. And for this reason, we may remain in situations that are even unhealthy for us. We may remain in relationships that are harmful, not because we want to be hurt, not because we don't care, not because we want sympathy, but because we learned we are told that we remain or that we take or accept this type of behavior. Not directly. No one may ever come to you and say you should remain in an abusive relationship. But indirectly, our cultures, our society, our environment, our countries, our law enforcement, our organizations, our families, our friends may say indirectly, you are to remain in this type of relationship. And that is where we have to make a change and be different. So I challenge you today that if you have ever thought of someone that you know or someone that you don't know that is in this type of relationship, if you have ever thought that, oh, they're just there, they can leave anytime they want to, they just won't, oh, they're there for the money. Or if you ever thought that they're contributing to the violence, it's their fault. I challenge you to think differently. I challenge you not to judge today. I challenge you to change your perspective and not label, but instead realize that the situation is an abusive relationship. 
and for whatever reason that they remain is reason enough that help is needed. And so I challenge you to find ways to help and not ways to judge and not ways to enable and support where they are, but instead to help them to begin to gain strength so that the learned helplessness doesn't keep them bound in a situation that cannot produce fruit for their lives. Because it can take you to say something, to do something, to make a change. I am Kim Seymour, and I thank you so much for listening all the way through for this very special podcast. This was a commitment that I made to myself that on April 7th, I would do a special podcast geared towards this topic and that I would address intimate partner abuse um, with women as well as with teenagers. And just to make sure that we have our eyes open, our ears open, and our hearts open, our minds and our spirits open to do all that we can to help our young ladies and our women to live the lives that they desire. And if they are in a relationship where they are being controlled, manipulated, and bound and kept from the freedoms that they deserve, that there is something that must be done to help them to see that there is a better life ahead. But we can only do that through really learning what this abuse is, what the effects are for the victim, and how we can better serve them and help them to be, live more healthier lives. Thank you again for listening. I do hope that you have a wonderful end to your Sunday. Check back more for more empowering podcast for women and young girls and young ladies. And you can find me on Facebook at Inspired Serenity by Kim Seymour. I have a group there for women. And I also have a group for women who are in abusive situations. And that group is a secret group entitled The Excellent Woman Inspired. That is on Facebook and you can go and click and Ask to join that community. It is completely safe and a secret community for you in which you can share and grow and learn. I am Kim Seymour. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you again for listening.